In this episode of Josh Reads Other People's Published Poetry, I'm going to read Buddha by Jack Kerouac from his collection of poems, Poems All Sizes. Buddha I used to sit under trees and meditate on the diamond bright silence of darkness and the bright look of diamonds in space and space that was stiff with lights and diamonds shot through and silence. And when a dog barked, I took it for sound waves and cars passing too. And once I heard a jet plane, which I thought was a mosquito in my heart. And once I saw salmon walls of pink and roses moving and ululating with the drapish. Once I forgave dogs and pitied men, sat in the rain counting juju beads. Raindrops are ecstasy. Ecstasy is raindrops. Birds sleep when the trees are giving out light in the night. Rabbits sleep too. And dogs. I had a path that I followed through piney woods with a phosphorescent white hound dog named Bob, who led me the way when the clouds covered the stars, and then communicated to me the sleepings of a loving dog enamoured of God. On Saturday mornings, I was there, in the sun, contemplating the blue bright air, as eyes of lone rangers penetrated the dust of my canyon thoughts, and Indians and children and movie shows. On Saturday morning in China, when all is so fair, crystal imaginings of pristine lakes, talk with rocks, walk with a chai pack across Mongolia's and silent temple rock and valleys of boulder and tarn-washed clay. Shh, sit and ote. And if men were dying, or sleeping in rooftops beyond, or frogs croaked once or thrice to indicate supreme mystical majesty. What's the diff? And I saw a blue sky, no different from dead cat, and love, and marriage, no different than mud. That's blood. And lighted clay too, illuminated intelligent faces of angels everywhere, with Dostoevsky's unease praying in their ex-brow faces twisted and great. And many a time the Buddha played a leaf on me at midnight, thinking time, to remind me this thinking has stopped. Which it had, because no thinking was there, but wasn't liquidly, mysteriously, brainly there. And finally, I turned into a diamond stone and sat rigid and golden. Gold too, didn't dare breathe, to break up the diamond that can't even cut into butter anyway. How brittle the diamond. How quick returned thought. Impossible to exist. Buddha say, all's possible. Thank you. And on to the commentary for Buddha by Kerouac. This, I, I like this poem because it's a really simple poem about Kerouac trying to meditate um, and failing to meditate, uh, which is really, really relatable. Uh, you think you've got it, and then you just don't. You think you've, you've nailed it. You've got to that state where you can just zen out and, and meditate, and then the, the voices come at you, and the cage comes down, and you just you can't do it. Um, but he doesn't say that, though. He doesn't just say, it's hard to meditate, because that's boring. That's prose. Prose would be, I tried to meditate the other night, and it was really, really hard. Um, in 
poetry, you, you can, you know, I mean, you can do it in short stories as well, but this whole poem is just him trying to meditate, and if you're someone like me and you've read a lot of Kerouac and you've read a lot about Kerouac, you know he spent a lot of time reading the Diamond Sutra, translated by What's-His-Face, Dwayne something or other. He wrote some interesting books as well, translates a bunch of stuff. Um, Dwayne Goddard, he, he translated some sutras and put it into the Buddhist Bible. He also wrote a book about the influence of Buddhism on Jesus, which was a, I think, interesting as a polite way of putting it. Read. Um, so yeah, Kerouac, Kerouac went through this phase where he was big into Buddhism. Um, and he was big into reading the Diamond Sutra. And there's another sutra. I think the Lotus Sutra was the other one he was big into. So if you're someone who's a Kerouac fan, you can read this. And there's all these different layers of, of meaning and references coming in. But if you're not a big Kerouac fan, if you just kind of, I don't know how you would stumble on... Uh, Poems, poems of All Sizes, which is the collection this poem's from. But if you did stumble on it, it's probably the better um, of his poetry collections because it's the most poetry-sounding-looking book of his poems. Um, which is why I've been reading more and more Kerouac on this podcast because the more I read it aloud, the more I actually like it better. Um... I'm becoming more of a Kerouac poetry fan uh, the more I read his stuff out loud. Because I used to not really think much of it at all. I was big on, you know, On the Road and Dharma Bums and Big Sir and, and Dr. Sachs to a lesser extent. Um, but that's, that's the thing about poetry. Poetry should sound better when you read it aloud. If it sounds flat when you read it aloud, it is flat and you probably should think about what you're doing, or your taste in poetry, maybe, I don't know, I don't really want to judge people and their taste in literature, when I look at my bookshelves, I am not one to talk, but that's all I really got to say about Buddha, this poem was just a fun poem, it was, it's kind of, Jonathan Swift, not really Jonathan, it's more like Lewis Carroll than Jonathan Swift, but it has a kind of playful um, air to it, which makes it fun to read, so I hope you enjoyed um, my reading of Karak's Buddha, if you've made it this far through the podcast, I appreciate it very much. Thank you. If you like this, please feel free to uh, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Um, share it with someone else who might like it. That's always That'd always be really cool. But um, that's it for me, so thank you very much.